What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to A Certain Point of View, our Schmodown-related podcast here where we are giving our point of view on the movie trivia. You know, it's kind of funny. I found a cool little tagline last week for us. <laughs> Didn't even get it out. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it. Um, it's it's the movie trivia Schmodown from A Certain Point of View. It obviously makes a lot of sense. It's right in the name. Um, I don't know why it took me 17 episodes to figure it out, but we got it. We're hammering it home. Um, for those of you who don't know me and, and possibly can't see the bottom half of the screen there, my name is Jake Berlin. I'm your host uh, for this show and for the majority of videos here on the uh, on the channel. And per usual, I have my co-host here today, uh, Mr. Brian Avlacino. How you doing over there on a Sunday night, man? Very excited. Very excited. Yeah. yeah. And Brian is alluding to one specific thing. Uh, he is no longer just my only co-host. Uh, we... We have been teasing it this week that we do have um, a new member joining the squad that we are very, very excited about. But before we get to that member, um, a little just kind of previewing the week here so far for not just the channel, but the league in general. There's a lot happening. Um, there is a lot happening this week. Uh, a lot of matches are coming our way. Um, that is both in the form of IG and Star Wars. And that means a lot of videos from us as well. And um ig because it lives on YouTube, we are going to be doing reactions to those matches. So you will see those on the channel. Um, more than likely, the day after the match releases publicly, that's when most likely they will go up due to uh, editing purposes on our side. Uh, we will continue our live breakdowns for the Star Wars matches, and then we are still deciding on whether or not the IG breakdowns will be live or pre-recorded. Um, but you will see updates on that on our Twitter uh, going forward for that. So uh, a lot to happen this week, but we are very excited because um, obviously for, for specific reasons, um, a lot of things took a break last week, and rightfully so. Uh, supporting what is going on and uh, being a not just a community in the Schmodown, but a people in general um, that reaches you know far and wide. Uh, but we we are getting back to it a little bit, and uh, it's very exciting for sure. Yeah, I'm super super excited. Uh, if you couldn't tell on Twitter, and uh, well, let's just nice. get to it. Let's just yeah. get to it. I, I, I I'm like anxious, <laughs> too anxious to. Yeah. Talk. So if you've been following us, uh, we've been saying that um, this said person. Uh, she, she's been a big supporter of the show uh, from the very beginning, and um, she's been a friend of the show, and, and they're, they're in constant contact with us about certain things, and uh, you may take a guess, but let's just go ahead and bring her in real quick. Let me pop our names up, change it a little bit. It is the one and only Jill Mantellino. How you doing? Hello. Hi. I'm welcome, so welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so honored that they're for being here and having you guys invite me to do this and oh so stoked i'm so excited we are guys. very very excited um <laughs> we obviously we have mentioned it multiple times how you and, and sean both have been really big supporters of us and have followed us and you know whether you it's twitter or anything like that um so we really appreciate that and, and you know you and i had talked how it just kind of made sense because of the story of how we met um which has Dude. been said multiple times which is so <laughs> funny uh, and so it just kind of made sense on our end. It, it felt perfect for you to be involved. It's like in. a it's like a match made in heaven. It's like exactly it, the, it all just connects and it all works out. And here we are. And it's we're gonna we're gonna make some magic up in here. Yeah, yeah. And I know, I know, uh, I know. For the majority of the year, it's been you know Sean via matches and uh, for the Star Wars division mm -hmm. and stuff. But now you kind of get to say your piece every week on on a show about the show. You get your own uh, voice. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, as if I wasn't already a mouthpiece now. Watch out, world. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. Um, 
And just to just to kind of do a little background, just in case people may not know you, um, mm-hmm. is there anything that you can say in a few sentences or just a quick minute minute or two about your involvement in the showdown or how you got involved or your kind of um, yeah? So I basically got I got thrown into it. I'm gonna be honest. I basically got thrown into this um, <laughs> against my will. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but no. So Sean introduced me to showdown when we first started dating. So almost three years ago, three, almost three years ago now. Um, and he was showing me the inner geekdom matches. And then, cause I'm a big, huge Harry Potter nerd. And so nice. he was like, oh, they have a Harry Potter trying to find me the matches where they would land yeah. on the Harry Potter play, like get really into it. And then I would watch us and be like, okay, no, we need to watch another one. We need to watch more. <laughs> and he would show me like, they need to do like the singles and the teams. And then, then of course we went to the award show. It was our first uh, live event show. And mm-hmm. then, that whole fun situation happened. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a year later, Sean got drafted and I became his pseudo uh, Star Wars trainee, trainer, boss arounder. Yeah. yeah. After, if you will. <laughs> Basically. And yeah. uh, so I just, and then so that, yeah, like I, I was originally just a casual fan and then I became into this weird little schmodown community and love. Of the competitors, dear friends, a bunch of them love the community that we've all formed, and now I'm here, and I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited, very excited that I get to be my own person, and I'm not connected to <laughs> the saint at the moment. I mean, he's yeah. in the next room, <laughs> but like, I get to make my own speeches and <laughs> nonsense. So yeah, it's, it's fun, <laughs> Jake. That's kind of funny because that's almost the same timeline you threw it at me about three years ago Cheers, and you, you threw inner geekdom at me is what you threw at me too mm-hmm. oh yeah i i knew that that's your bread and butter obviously and you can tell yeah. by the background that we have set up for you behind you Just um, a very, very ig heavy but Robert. yeah it 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 will. I will say that it, it took Brian a little while to get involved with it, just because of, it was a little busy, and I think it was the the concept a little bit was a for some people it can be a little difficult to understand as far as what they're yeah. going for. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it definitely feels like a very similar timeline, so that is funny. Good call. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so funny, and it's so funny when you're trying to explain Schmodown to people who have like never seen it oh, or like yeah. have no idea what you're talking about. I basically because I took my sister to her first live event, and it was free for all. Um, I took her oh. to, and I tried to explain it to her, and I was like, "It's like bar trivia on steroids." <laughs> <laughs> it really and is. And she was like, I, "She was like, I, I'm like, all right, cool, you'll have a good time." So that's like, that's just how I describe it to people. It's, it's true. bar that, trivia on it's steroids. A, it's the perfect way to describe it. It really is. It really um, is. If you say, if you say professional movie trivia with a hint of wrestling, people are just like, "What are you talking yeah. about?" <laughs> bar yeah, trivia is definitely people, more more so the way to go. Yeah. Like if you tell me wrestling, I'll be in. But like for some other people, they'd be like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But, um, and they watched it and they're like, "Oh, I love it!" And then, mm-hmm. like, and then it's they true. Get it, so, I mean, um, all right. Well, we we have we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, as we we mentioned up top, there, um, there's a lot to be happening here in this week of the Schmodown. But we also have a few things to be covering from last week that we have yet to talk about on the show. Um, and it's also great to have Jill involved in this too, because she kind of, like she has mentioned multiple times, she gets to kind of voice her opinion about these things as well. And so, um, we have a total of six matches to discuss. One of them is a recap, which is the Goddard versus Veveda match from last week. And the other five are previewing, which are happening this week. 
Uh, so, which is three IG and two oh. Star Wars to play catch up. Um, oh and we're going to try our best to not take too much time on them all. Uh, it'll be more so predicting and previewing, but we may get into some good conversations about certain players in those matches. And then we are going to touch on the um, the Robert Meyer Burnett thing very, very quickly. Uh, it's been said enough in the Schmodown at this point. We don't need to go into detail about everything that has happened. It's been all over, not just the Schmodown, um, you know, social media feeds, but uh, with fans as well. And a lot of people have have had plenty of conversations about uh, what had happened. What we are going to discuss is that um, today, the day we record Sunday, um, there was a statement released from everyone involved that uh, RMB and RB3 did make up. They had a good conversation. Winston was involved in that. Uh, Harloff was involved in that. And John Campio was involved in that. The reason why is because Robert Marbrinette hosts, uh, co-hosts his show with him. And so they all had a good conversation and they made up a, a really statement. You guys can find those all over Twitter. But we're also going to discuss uh, possible step-ins for the Drugs because at the moment, as far as Schmodown goes, that's where everything is kind of talked about. That's the conversation that is being had. Who can possibly step in for the Burning Drugs? And so that's where we're going to start right here. Before we get into our matches, there's a lot of names that are being thrown out at the moment. Um, previous previous uh, uh, managers, player managers, people who we may not know that someone else may know. I know that we've had conversations on our side a little bit, but just to voice the one name that I've been kind of saying from the beginning, um, and it's not it's not the majority, but I do think that it would probably be perfect for a Ken Napsok to take over um, just because, one, he's done it before, and two, being in the Star Wars division, he's not going to be playing that much, especially if he ends up losing in the tournament. Um, and so that kind of seems like the easiest way to do it, but I know that both of you kind of have names as well. Yeah, for me, well, for me, though, Ken is kind of my quote unquote obvious choice because mm-hmm. um, he's already on the Droogs. He's, yes. I, I, is he going to be competing in singles? I don't think so. I, don't I think, think he's so. just, Star Wars. just think Star Wars. Yeah, I think it's a Star Wars. So if he by chance loses his Star Wars match, then it's a perfect step up for him. He could be yep. a manager and then he can also take himself off of the roster. Yep. If he's if he only the only thing he's doing is Star Wars, if he's taken out of the tournament, he can take himself out of the roster and he can add another player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, I think Ken is is my probably number one choice for the manager. Jay Washington is probably a close number two um, because he's already had the managerial experience. But I also don't know if he would want to step away partnering with Winston. Yeah. Although yeah. they could do some kind of like pseudo alliance between their two factions that'd be very interesting interesting. so i think those are my top two right now would be either ken or jay to take over for the drinks it's funny because jake i think you were the first person to say to me ken and Mm -hmm. i immediately was like no like no no there's just no (laughs) now the more we've talked about it it's kind Mm -hmm. of like Oh yeah, I guess like it, it kind of huh? yeah, it kind of makes sense. And I mean, I, the J thing is is kind of like another obvious one, but like he works so well with swag, and when he pops yeah. up, that like I don't, I, I do don't, like I, swag. yeah, I don't want him to to go to a different team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I just I. He yeah he's involved but he hasn't really like been at much of it or a part of much of it but I don't know I'm not there with him so I don't know what's going on but uh, the the Ken is 
it's funny because like I was trying to think of like people from like way back, like mm-hmm. uh, and that mm-hmm. might pop up. And I told you right at the end how just to throw out a name just because he's maybe that's because he's one of the ones I like. So I just picked it. <laughs> that's but, uh, but that would definitely be random. Uh-huh. And I, it would be kind of funny to see someone random like him take just because that team is so random in the first place. It is. It is. And it's, uh, it's very difficult to find someone to step in that that put it together or put it together like an like an RMB. Right. He kind of he, he was such an oddball as far as a manager goes in general. So you kind of have to find someone to step in who is an oddball themselves. Um, and Ken kind of fits that mold a little bit. But I wanted to throw a hypothetical out there for you guys because it's something that's been talked about, obviously, with fans because she is involved with someone else in another faction, and that is Rachel Cushing. We know that Rachel Cushing at the moment is not going to be coming back to play it for at least the remainder of the year uh, for the foreseeable future. future. We know that she's getting her time in with the usual suspects and Sam. Um, I personally could never see her leaving, obviously, because it makes sense for them to be together, but... If she was to ever get her feet wet as a manager, the time really never is more perfect than now. Than now, yeah, that's and that's a valid statement too. And I would really love to see another female manager, like some more yeah. female managers in there. So seeing Rachel would be amazing. I but I don't know. I think she's happy where she's at, like being. I think so too. Sam, like Sam's like co. I don't know. I don't know what the title, what her title would be, like co-manager. Like yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Is, I, I think she's happy where she's at. I, I don't want to speak for her, but I feel like she's really content with where she's at. But I, I would also really love to see her be like a full-on <laughs> manager. Would, so, yeah, I mean. she would be a dope <laughs> manager. But I agree. I think, I, I think she has more of a hand in Usual Suspects than people mm-hmm. give her credit credit yeah. for. But. Not in a bad way. I mean, if, no, no. if any, if anything, that only helps them. But um, yeah, I, I don't see not, not also, just because. No, I was just saying not you, just because that's her fiance, but just because she it, that team it, it works, works. It works well. best for her. It works yeah. best for her to be involved yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, and you also need someone who is gonna be that heel. And I think she said on record that she doesn't like doing that. Mm-hmm. Um. So you really need someone who's good because you can't the the drugs have to be a heel like team like you can't not yeah. like you know you can't so you need someone who would definitely go into that heel mindset which for me I I think Napsok is just the perfect one who could just- he is he, he he played it up with that video and and that just happened a few weeks ago and it kind of worked out perfectly obviously uh, we didn't ever see this coming but. Um, it, it seems like at this point in time, someone like a Ken and a Jay Washington are probably the top two leading contenders here to take over the team. Um, it's going to be interesting, the though. Knights it's going to be Ken. very interesting to see what happens. But yeah, I mean, and that's something that we get like the Knights of Ken were something of old for, for Schmodown. And if they end up do changing the name, who knows if that's what they go with. But, um, you know, Brian Ward would have to make up some more some more cool artwork at that and, point. And you get some really cool promos with uh, yeah. Ken great. Yeah, that that so, would be really cool. That would be really cool. Be that fun. household would definitely be crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Well, cool. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up our our RMB uh, conversation there with the Burning Drugs, and we're going to because we have so many matches to talk about today. Let's just get right into it, guys. We have. I want to say uh, before we put a nail in this coffin, I I love how adult this whole situation was handled. Like, good point. This is good point. this is literally the most 
obviously it didn't start out, but the way it ended was the most mature adult Agreed. thing. I feel like I have seen handled in, I can't even remember. <laughs> like this is how things need to be handled. You need to sit down, you need to talk, you need to exactly have a conversation and things get put to rest. We can now put this to rest and move on. It was anyone that had a hand in this bravo, because it was, it was done the most mature way I've seen something handled in a long time. Yep. Agreed. I just, yeah. Say and and I, I will say this uh, for those who who may have came after those involved at like the second this all started about, oh, why did you make the rash decision? Harloff, you can tell Harloff knows what he's doing as far as getting the facts straight, calling people, sitting down with people. And like you had said, Brian, every single person who was involved, not just RB3 and RMB, every single person who was involved was adult about it. And yeah. it's just a testament to the community and those those, you know, leading us in that direction. Um, and it is really, really good to see from a fan perspective. So I, I definitely yeah. great job bringing that up, Brian. Um, yeah, that's off to everybody. Yes. Uh, all right. So let's let's go ahead and get into this. So we have uh, Mr. Ben Goddard for the Den versus Jim Vavida uh, for the Rockstars here. An IG match, uh, play and match that wasn't you know highly anticipated. Um, so good promos from both of them leading up to it. Um, I could say from our perspective, and we had mentioned it on our breakdown last week that we expected Goddard to win this match. Um, but because Jill, that you haven't talked about it too much here. We wanted to get your perspective on this match uh, and how Goddard played being that Sean is in the den with him. Um, yeah, I know some bias there. So <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, definitely. But I mean, uh, just from a perspective of like, you know, watching the match and, and checking out how he did. Um, what did you think of, of Goddard versus Vivida? I think Ben is definitely showing that he belongs in this league. He wasn't just put in there as as the face of quote unquote face of SEN, he's yeah. showing his knowledge. He's showing his stuff. He knows, he knows inner geekdom. He belongs in this league. He's what four for four. He like, he's won yeah. all of his matches that he's been in. Like it's insane. And he held himself really well, but Jim also surprised me because he knew how to play the game, which for someone about who that, yeah. hasn't, hasn't, he didn't really play last year. Mm -mm. Really? Um, so for someone who who isn't constantly in the game, he really played it. And, and I've talked to others about this. Is when it comes to these um, tournaments, it's gonna come down to gameplay. You can you can know the knowledge, but if you don't know the gameplay, it's gonna really bite you. And so seeing that both of them knew the gameplay, and also that both of them landed on, on opponent's choice was also yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, I, I yeah. really love when I don't know if it's like the cynic like i really like when both of both the players too. go into opponent's <laughs> choice because it's like oh let's see how good at this you are like let's see if you can prove yourself which i thought they both really did like they didn't know it they went to multiple choice uh it did scare me when maybe i got that steal not gonna lie yeah but uh <laughs> but we were texting each other going oh crap this oh, yeah, okay. well, especially with such a with such a, a category like scores and soundtracks, you don't know what's That's, coming, uh, and it, exactly. it being the first question of the round, it's it definitely puts a, a little bit of a, a thinker in there. And that's definitely the for I think anybody will just straight up tell you the two hardest categories are who said it and scores and soundtracks. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And so God. for him to, get, I was like, oh. Oh no! But I mean, he he held his own and he got the TKO out of it. So, and he's definitely proving himself in this league and 
Schmodown as like this would not be surprised if he ends up with a belt at some point. Would not be surprised. Yeah, he he's no longer the Vega Boy. He's he's officially no. shedded that name and he's he's for sure someone so, who a lot of people are looking forward to. Yeah, the bandit, bandit for now. sure. He's he's stealing people's hearts left and right. Um, you know, taking yep. names. <laughs> you almost made water come out of my nose. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh Ben Ben ends up taking the TKO and you know he, he puts the den right back where they want to be. Um swag last week with their Star Wars match ended up or two weeks ago, ended up putting themselves into second place, uh right behind the fan soccer exchange, but the den just overtook them again being one point above swag and right behind the Finstock exchange, the closest anybody has been to this point in the Finstock exchange. Um, that could all change this week with Dimolanta playing the star Wars match. Um, and, you know, a couple other matches that are going on uh, uh, as well. You know, barbarian has a match coming up this week as well. So that could affect that too. Um, but yeah, I, it's going to be interesting. I mean, we talked about it in our breakdown, uh, Goddard versus Parker uh, real quick, Jill. I mean, big, big, big be- match. That's going to be it's a match. And it feels like it's going to be a bloodbath, right? It, oh, it has to be. It totally has to be. And then what the thing is, though, I feel like the pressure is really on Parker with this mm-hmm. because he's the number two draft pick. He's like mm-hmm. the one that everyone's looking out for. And this is also the only league, the only division that he's in. So if he's very doesn't, true, if he doesn't, because if, if Goddard, which if he doesn't win, he does still have. Te- te- singles and team teamals and, and <laughs> singles and teams but if Spins. parker doesn't steam oh no, god and if so if parker doesn't win this he, I, I don't know if he's out for the season like i don't yeah, know he, he'd Especially be done for the rest of the year out. at this point yeah exactly he would i don't because with everything going on i don't know if there's going to be i don't know so this if he doesn't win he could potentially be out so the pressure is definitely on parker for this um yeah. and then if ben takes it Oh Holy guacamole! If ben, if, ben take, if ben takes it, then it's he just he's already on that upper tier. I feel like for me, but if he beats Parker, it just say and hello the, to the rookie point, year. Award. Yeah, yeah there and it at, is. At that point, and it's nothing against the other people on on the, side, the other side of his bracket or on his side of the bracket, I should say. But his road would only get easier, it, yeah. right? The next match he would play is either Chance or Paul Oyama, and then he would either get someone like a Lavic or Barbarian. Um, or Janine, someone granted, like that. We, the- we haven't really seen how any of those players really compete. Exactly. In AG, so exactly. we also that's also kind of a mystery too. But Parker yep. has the name for himself. He yep. is the he, he beat Kevin Smets. So yeah. that in itself is saying is so much. And so he, which I feel like could also make it easier for Ben because Ben doesn't have that pressure. Yep. Brian so made that point that last week. Could, yeah. Yeah. So that could make things definitely. Uh, it's definitely beneficial for him to not have that pressure, but that also makes it, uh, it Robert's more hungry because he knows that if he doesn't take this, it's essentially game over. The so, underdogs are always then, the scariest. They're exactly. always, oh, the yeah. scariest. they have nothing exactly. to lose. They have nothing to lose. Nope. And Ben has nothing to lose with this. And yeah. Parker has everything. Yeah. yeah. Ben's Ben's lose. already proven himself and Parker continue. He continuously has to prove himself and live up to mm-hmm. that golden boy standard that everyone has kind of touted him as. So it's it's going to be fun. Exactly. It's going to be very, very fun to see what happens oh, that it's match. Gonna a, it's going to be so good. I think it's going to be a lot of this. Oh, 100%. They're both <laughs> great at it. They're both great at it, for sure. And it's Kaiser, 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 Kaiser versus Kate, too. 
Kaiser yeah. and Kate, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, perfect. It's gonna be so great. Good. I'm so excited. So great. Promos yeah. are gonna be amazing. Um, so on the opposite side of the bracket, the other play-in match for IG, uh, which is coming up this week, uh, one of the first ones we'll see is Greg Alba versus Warfather. So the Quirky Mercs versus the Burning Droogs. Um, the Quirky we don't who? We never see that. <laughs> I know, right? No, yeah, seriously. Time. Um, I I, I want to see more of them because they're the team that I that I kind of you know, I know. I rode with for the rest of the whole year. You know. I know. <laughs> um, Sean is also but, uh, he loves the Quirky. Yeah, he, like, loves the Quirky. So. Yeah, they're, they're such a fun team to watch. Um, they are we so get, fun. We get we get half of the real rejects here. Um, we know the love that Greg Alba has for certain properties. Have not seen him in the IG uh, IG realm yet, so it's a debut for him. Warfather has played once before, but he seems like a much different player this time around. I have a hard time going back and forth on this one as far as who's yeah. going to win, just because I haven't seen enough of either of them to kind of really make a definitive decision. And so I'll just, I'll, for the hell of it, I'll pick Alba because I went with the Mercs all year long, but it really could be, it's, a, it's really a toss-up in my opinion. It's, I'm definitely right there with you. I don't know if I really have a favorite in this. I both think they can take it. I really think it depends on the, it'll come down to the wheel on this one. Um, if if Alba spins a slice that he's great at, and if uh, Warfather, it's, it, I think it's really gonna come down to the wheel and what categories they um, have to answer. But it's, I'm, I don't know if I'll be able to pick until right up, in, up to the match, to be honest. I agree, I agree. I am going to actually go with Warfather. I think You've been talking about this guy. You have been talking he, about this guy, man. He is like, an, I feel like he's another scary barbarian where you don't really like know what he has. And then when he shows up, you're like, holy oh. crap. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, that's literally, you're like, oh crap. Where did he come that's from? A true, and, that's a true Viking right there. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I'm surprised you picked against a Viking. Yeah, um, I, it, yeah. I usually never go against Vikings, but you know, I haven't really seen his Viking on display yet. Yeah, so you know, he he is someone that I've kind of like had a curious eye on, just because I kind of like I feel like you might have something and you might get overlooked. I mean, oh, like he almost kind of like gets the rep as the like, oh, he's the second barbarian. But if you're the interesting, but if you're, okay. But if you're the second barbarian, get the hell out of the way. That's called that's that's called a little chip on the shoulder too, which is very yeah. scary. So I mean, if you're getting compared to the barbarian, who to me is terrifyingly good, but then cool. then you are not someone to be slept on. So I mean. I think he's he might come out and just he this might be the one where he makes the name and then people are like, okay, we need to take him seriously. So that's, that's and and that and that would be very bad for the quirky works because they need the points. They really, really, <laughs> really need the points. And these points in these in these tournaments are very crucial for them because you can get two, three, possibly four points sometimes. So it can really like we saw what happened with corruption when uh, when Laura won last week in Star Wars. Uh, it just shot them right back up the standings. Like they were now just included right back in the standings after being at the bottom all year long. So Same with uh, Parker in the dungeon when they won that exactly. one, and it made exactly. us realize, oh, oh, okay, they actually aren't really out of it. Three, so three points at a time are huge. Like I mean, it's it, it's really important at this point. So um, it's going to be interesting. I mean, the Drugs is right there in the middle. Three points could be massive to them. 
but it's really much more important for the Mercs at this point, and Coy just needs it. And I think that's why he threw his his guys in there, Greg Alba and John Humphrey, just because they're they're the guys we've seen the most from them all year long, and they've kind of been doing well. And so it makes sense to put them in this and see what they can do. And even if he gets a couple points from a play-in match, they're still right back in the swing of things. Yeah. At, at this point, any points, any sort of points are can change this yes, game. Absolutely. Like because we don't know if the people in the top could stop getting points. And so the teams that are at the bottom right now can just, you saw it with uh, corruption. I think they're now in yeah. the, they were at the bottom. Now they're like fifth. Yeah. Fifth or sixth, yeah. somewhere on there. They, yeah. Like, they jumped up like three or four sixth. ranks just from one match. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's insane. That, and that's, what's scary about those two teams specifically because corruption and dungeon mm-hmm. have two or the two tournaments. They're pretty much stacked with players. And they could be at the top just as easily as anybody else. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Um, The next match here on the schedule, uh, someone that we have talked about so far, uh, just just recently, uh, we have the Barbarian who is in his first IG match. um, A guy who at this point seems like he's good in everything that he does. uh, For the Finstock Exchange playing Adam Lavick and Swag. Um, Neither team really need the points at this point. They're they're three three of the top teams who have just kind of been rallying all year long, just getting those points. Um, it really is a toss up. You have a newcomer who seems to be this fresh blood who's bringing something very different to the game and just seems to have a plethora of knowledge in everything. And then you have Adam Lavick, who has always seemed to be an IG guy who knows what he's doing, but just can never get there. But an IG tournament can really catapult him into something different as an IG player. Um, just for the sake of it, because his name, he's the guy that's been talked about so much. I'm going to take the barbarian in this match, but I wouldn't. I would not. I would be very happy if I did see Lavic win because he's a guy that I really do want to see win. Like I feel, I feel like he just kind of needs to get over that hump a little bit. But I feel like the Barbarian might be a little too much for him. Yeah, yeah I, I don't want Barbarian to win just because I don't want Finsock to exchange to have any more points. Yeah, uh, <laughs> gonna be real on that one. But uh, he, Craig, is just such a beast. Like. And people seem to forget about him, but he's also a really good contender for rookie because he's yeah. a beast in singles. And if he can pull out this this IG match, he's up there. I feel like he could be up there with Ben in terms of who the rookie of the year could be. I think the three yeah. rookie of the years come out of this tournament, right? Barbarian, Sparker, or Goddard. Probably. Those, are definitely, those are definitely my top three. Those are probably yeah. the three that, that are really contending with each other right now. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been exactly. saying that the rookie of the year is coming out of Intergeekdom. I, I really do think that whoever whoever goes farther in this tournament is probably going to be the rookie of the year. That's what I, it feels like. I, I, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. I'm definitely, I'm probably on that same page too, is whoever. Yeah. But it's also, yeah, how far you go. Yeah. And it really could come down to this tournament. But I, for me, for this match, I really don't want stock exchange to take any more <laughs> but same here I'm, I'm taking craig on this one it's yeah. so brian real quick before you get to yours uh it, it's going to be interesting this week because swag and the den are nipping at the heels of finstock exchange but the finstock exchange could walk away with six seven eight points by the end of the week and be right back a, a giant gap if demolanta wins and if craig wins like why well, just they could I, they could gap the league again by the end of the week, if they end up winning those two matches. Well, while we, if you saw me looking off screen, I was writing down team wise, how, <clears throat> who has matches and quirky Mercs, burning Drews and Finstock exchange 
each have two matches yeah. this week. So, yeah. I mean, wow. you could, yeah. Uh, and then you have Swag, Dungeon, Usual Suspects, and Den having a match too. So, I mean, you look at Corky Mercs or Burning Droogs, they, they could jump. They can absolutely mm -hmm. jump. Finstock Ex Exchange could absolutely jump. Uh, I mean, if Finstock Exchange falls flat on their face and uh, Saul wins, we could have a, a, fir a new first a new place. First place. Team. Sa same yeah. with um, Adam Lavic. If he wins, they, we could have another new first place team. So the standings right now are going to be so different this is what we've been wanting all year long this is what we've been talking Definitely. about and and covid kind of put a halt to that right and we weren't getting the frequent matches that we were getting this is exactly what the sports aspect that harloff was going for with the draft with the factions of to the shake up of points like this and doing the tournaments where a team like corruption or a team like the mercs could easily get their opportunity to jump a spot two three four spots or have you have a three-head race at the top where they're literally just flip-flopping for the next few weeks of all these matches. Yeah. Like that's, it's so, this is why these tournaments are yeah. so exciting because of this exact reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Corky Mercs, I'm looking at it right now. They get six points this week. They're in fourth place and they're in last right now. <laughs> yeah, That's crazy. So it's, it's that much of a, like a craziness that could happen this week. Or we could, we could see Finstock going up to 22 points. We don't want to talk so, about it. Exactly. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, exactly, I know, right? Bring it back in. <laughs> but this, Jake, you're 100% right. And this is what we've been waiting for with the. We've the, been talking like, about it for so long. Yes. Mm -hmm. The competitiveness of the standings. I mean, Finstock Exchange has not moved out of first since the beginning. Oh. It's second and third that have been the ones that people are watching to fight over by the end of this week, this whole entire standing is going to be completely different than what yep. it was. Yep. And with that conversation too, it makes me wonder how it completely kind of in a different universe over here is I'm wondering how this is all going to change with draft picks next year. Yeah. As if people focus more on like the inner geekdom or the star Wars. Cause you're seeing how much these teams are jumping off of one Star Wars match, one Intergeekdom match. So it, it kind of makes me wonder if that's going to really change how people are going to draft now. Absolutely. Brian, are you looking at the standings right now, Brian? I have, yeah. Why? So if I correct me if I'm wrong, do the Rockstars have four points? Uh, the Rockstars have six points. Okay. So they would have two points if they didn't have an IG match with Alex Damon. That's what they would be at right now. She drafted yeah, Alex right. Damon's third that's right. IG match, yeah. right? That's how crucial it was. And then we talked about it multiple times on this show specifically. Look what Kaiser did. He drafted, obviously he drafted Smets, but then he drafted Parker second. Yeah. And it's paying off because even if they play each other, you're going to walk away with points. And Parker could he, run through could this tournament too. Like He could essentially be in first or second place just with yeah. Parker and Smets. Same with Christian and Chance in in Kalinowski, like Chance and Kalinowski, and Laura and Laura players. in the Star Wars division, like and Laura in the Star Wars division. Just those three players can bump that entire team from basically last and take first in the span of weeks. Just for these leagues, weeks. I think I said it early on this year. I, I said it: Star Wars and Intergeek Team are the Achilles heel of of, of the Schmodown. 
They are the Achilles heel of the Shimona, specifically in 2020, because of this points, because of the way they're shaped out. And the tournaments made that even more so because of how many points you could walk away with after these tournaments are all said and done. Yeah. I mean, well, how we many were points saying. Can no, the, go for, it. for whoever wins in the Inner Geekdom tournament, how many points could they get? Have, the possible, the I think, is 12. So That's is it is game. it two points for a win or three points for a win? Three. Three. Inner Geekdom so, is three. Yeah, so if say say Parker won, say he won out, he'd walk away with twelve points. That's Which, nuts, right? It, right, and, and then where, a TKO or a KO is four. Yeah, uh, TKO would be four, so he would walk away with sixteen points. You if he could TKO'd everybody. One player, whoever wins that tournament, if you TKO everybody, you can walk away with sixteen. And points. that, and think about this: that's that's exactly what the Finsock Exchange has for points total right now. That's nuts. Off of one tournament. Like yeah. so, that's what I'm yeah. saying is that this these tournaments can completely change the entire yes. like showdown can change the entire league of how people pick their teams now. And it's, it's so, so fun! It's so yeah. fun! It's so, I love it! I love it! I it's, it's, it's just so, so funny because I we at the beginning of the year, everyone, ourselves included, we're like, "What was Kaiser doing?" Yeah, in the draft, <laughs> I thought that, and I, now I it's like, death and I went, "Dude, what yeah. are you doing?" Like, and now he's sitting there going. Yeah, he's he's sitting the back going. Yeah, well, and oh, you can also so. and we didn't we didn't talk about it, but because uh, Kaiser was more so in the in the the front and center, but Shannon kind of did the same thing. She did she drafted mm -hmm. Kalinowski yes. and Chance right first and second, but then she yeah. took Laura Kelly and she has two IG and Star Wars players in the first three rounds of the draft. She did the same thing as Kaiser. It just was not talked about, and she 100%. Kaiser and Shannon right now are sitting the best out of anybody in this league. Plain and simple. Hands, like it's and down. it's very scary because they were at the bottom of the standings before all this started. That's just a these very two good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good head. point. Because her and Kaiser are literally sitting in almost like the exact same position. Cause mm -hmm. her I mean, corruption's team in tournaments right now is Chance, Kalinowski, and Laura Kelly. And we saw what Laura yeah. did in the first match, right? She played uh, both her and Sean played well, but I mean, she, she looked like a different player. Like yeah. she just looked, she looked like, like a different player. player. She embraced and the then, dark side. Yeah. She and then we know. The yeah. In, in, yeah. I mean, whatever, you know, whatever guys, you dark users. And then, um, and, and then obviously we know what Kalinowski is capable of as an IG player. He's not ever like, it just, he, he duh. Like with Kalinowski chance <laughs> is someone that could walk away with a couple points. He could really surprise some people. Cause that guy, honestly, at times, really does look like a barbarian-esque person where he doesn't look like he, he it looks like he knows everything sometimes and so, he's being trained by kalinowski exactly like, and oh, oh man Oof. That, it's this week is going to be insane <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be crazy um it's, it's gonna be crazy just like just look at all crazy yes just like, I know. yes <laughs> Oh my god, it's gonna be crazy. Um, so the next match on the list, as uh, we're gonna step away from IG for just a second here, and we have the two Star Wars matches, which will be airing live on Wednesday, Oof. back to back. We have a double header. Um, the first one is the canceled match from last week, which is Andrew Dimalanza and Joseph Scrimshaw, and the second one is Molly Damon versus Adam Witt. Let's go and talk Dimalanza Scrimshaw here because this is a conversation that three of us have had about it. It really comes down to some specific things for each player. First of all. Demolanta, we know how involved he is. He has the show Beyond the Schmodown. He shoots every week. He has guests on. He does reactions with his wife. Um, him and Nikki just kill it over there on their channel. And and they they really 
they, they're involved on a day-to-day basis. We see that through Twitter, through their show, everything. Scrimshaw, on the other hand, he's essentially MIA, but he does a Star Wars podcast. And they're very two different types of players, whereas Dimolanta is all about the studying, right? He's all about the studying and the focusing. Whereas Scrimshaw, he looks like a guy that essentially just knows his stuff and he, and he rides or dies with it. And so yeah. it's really going to come down to, I think the second round could be a, a big factor with the wheel, depending on where it goes. Um, but for me, it might come down to gameplay for Scrimshaw because I do want Scrimshaw to win. I, I'm picking him to win, but it, it really does feel like he may not have the gameplay down like Dim Lanta does just because he hasn't been involved in it as much as, or as far as we see anyway, I'll say that. But I could say, I, I, I'm safe saying that I really do think that it could be a Lord of the Rings-esque type match where it goes four, five, six, 12, 15 questions in overtime <laughs> yeah. because they're yep. so good at Star Wars. If, if, this, if there's going to be a Star Wars match that goes into overtime, double Absolutely. overtime, triple overtime, this is going to be the one that's going to do it. Absolutely. To our, Scrimshaw's basically just a walking Star Wars encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. And then Dimolanta is hungry. Dimolanta needs this win. Because he ha- doesn't, he hasn't had a win, and he oh he right? yeah, he's zero yeah. two, and he has the capability to take the win. We all know he has the capability to take a win, but if he loses this, he's zero three. He, yeah. I, I don't know if you can come back from that, and that's what's terrible because he's so good. I know his study tactics. I know what he's doing every day. I know how he studies. It's scary how he I studies. believe it. It's insane. And so when people like are like just discredit him because he has he hasn't had a win, I go like <laughs> you don't understand. You're an idiot. I, yeah. You're, exactly. So I I'm a hundred percent Demolanta on this. I think although on the flip side, I think all that studying could also maybe hurt him. Because if you maybe get that one question you just have to not write down and then you just so i don't know i it's it's gonna be it's gonna come down to one question it's gonna be i would not be surprised if this doesn't go to double overtime but one simple mistake one simple mistake could could end up ruining the game for one exactly it could be a it could be a 729 to one or whatever the first match is in just that one or the or a rat Ratzenberg, Ratzenberger, and then that can just. <laughs> I, I'm. I've said it from the beginning. I think what's going to happen is whoever goes first in the second round, one of them's going to go to multiple choice. That multiple that go pick getting that one instead of two is going to be the thing that wins the I, whole entire see, thing. I don't see either of them going to multiple choice. Yeah, I, that's, I, I, that's that's yeah, that's. Very much true. They're both so good, but they can also they could also it's again that gameplay where if you're not sure you know it, you don't want to wrongly guess, and then that other person is ninety nine point nine percent going to know that question, and then steals two points from you. Yep. Can you imagine the poor writers that have to figure out questions to hope (laughs) that they get one wrong so the match ends? Yeah. I so. What what questions do I need to write to stump Andrew Dimolanta and Joseph Scrimshaw? Uh, right, <laughs> we need to make a question if someone misses. Are, 
It's like how many well, individual was... stars are when you pause the movie at fifty two minutes? Yeah, and yeah. It's it's very similar, and it was just it was just an exhibition match, but it's like the Lord of the Rings match with with Damon well, and, were... and Parker. It colors in the background. Plus, yeah, twenty plus rounds in into overtime, and it just happened to be the the question they both ended up missing was colors of flags in the background. And it's something like exactly. that that's going to stump someone if they get that type of question. Um, but I, I really do see it being this match where it's just it's fist fight, fist fight, you know, punch the jaw, punch this the jaw, back and forth the entire time. In my opinion, this should be a final. It should does feel that way. It, when when the bracket came out, match. you could tell it was like that was the one match everybody had their eye on. Is like, wow, they're playing each other the first round. It's insane. It's one of the most even matches I feel like I've seen in a long time. Me too. Me too. Like in anything. I'm, I'm so excited to watch it. It's going to be. And, and we're not going to have time to decompress because there's a match no. right after that. Yes. And and it's, nope. it's just, just as good of a match because uh, Mr. Adam Witt for the dungeon, who is one of the most likable and fun and entertaining guys in this league in general, um, is coming in after his match with Sean earlier this year, uh, after pulling that incredible five-pointer that he pulled, and he's showing that he does have the Star Wars knowledge. Um, and he's taking on Molly Damon, who obviously was was the talk of free agency when it when it happened a few weeks ago, um, landing with, with Sam Levine and the suspects, who desperately need points at this point. We were talking about uh, Quirky Marks and, and people like uh, the Droogs, but the suspects need as many points as possible at this point as well. And so this could really help them. Um, I, I kind of it's very similar. I, I do go back and forth on this one a little bit. Um, I, I feel like in a way that it goes to Adam Witt just a little bit because like the Demolanta Scrimshaw thing, he's been playing the game. I know that Molly has been involved in the game with Alex, but when you're playing it, it's much more than just being involved in it. And that may get to her. I don't know. Um, but I do feel like Adam Witt might wake might walk away with it and it's going to be very very small margin in my opinion mm -hmm. I, i'm i think i'm right there with you but i i think adam has a much deeper like in-depth knowledge because he grew up with star wars yeah so he knows yeah. random characters that aren't in the movies he knows he, he just has he just he knows so much um but on terms with molly I know firsthand what it's like to see your partner study for Star Wars and you help them study and you pick up Star Wars knowledge. And you I'm sure you have learned that. so much the last year <laughs> just by Sean. Oh my gosh, it's insane. I've learned so much. Like if you asked me a year ago, I like I was playing the uh, ace match. I would have gotten maybe one question, but then I got like 85% <laughs> right. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. That's awesome. I knew I knew needles and I was very excited that I knew that five pointer. <laughs> Sean, was like, Sean was like, you knew needles. And I'm like, yeah, he literally says it out loud. He's like, my friend needles taught me this. And then he died. Like it's literally in there. <laughs> um, but so, and so because, because I know that firsthand, I know that she is picking up yep. everything that Alice is yep. doing. Yeah. So again, though, this is going to be, I'm so excited for this match just because it's going to be so much fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. They're both I, very entertaining. Love, Exactly. I love Adam. It's going to be one of those just the scrimshaw Demolanta match is going to be stressful as heck because there's yes. just going to be boom, boom, boom. This one is just going to be because this one's just going to be so much fun. And mm -hmm. I'm kind of glad it's the second one because that gives Me us too. time to like, yes, 
kind of like heal us from the stress <laughs> of like yes, the yes, yes. So I'm I'm very excited. This one I I don't know who to pick. I'm I'm gonna pick Adam on this one. I think I am gonna go with Adam just because I know what he knows and I will never forgive him for that five point pull because <laughs> that cost John a TKO, but I couldn't yeah, even be mad yeah. about it because it was such a good pull. So yeah, he, yeah. I'm I'm gonna give this to Adam. Uh, I agree. I'm gonna give it to Adam, but it's literally like a like fifty five percent to forty five percent. Like it's, it's, it's like a fifty one forty nine for me. Like yeah, it, I, I, I change every day. I, I change every day because I, I really yeah. I would really really love to see, and I I don't know if it'll happen, but I'd really love to see a Molly versus Laura final. I think that'd be Molly. so cool. I think that'd be so uh, and cool that has because been my dream match. Yeah, yeah, and and also after seeing spectacular last year when they came out wearing each other's shirts during the match, like so cool. it it's so such cool. a great way to express the sportsmanship mm -hmm. of Star Wars and Schmodown in general. And I know that'd be very similar, Laura playing Molly and not just Alex. And um, yeah, it, and also it kind of it would set up it would set up that Laura versus Alex rematch because she just took down his wife. Like, Oh my God. That would be really cool to see as far as a storyline goes. And so it'd be, be like really a, cool. it'd be a match made in heaven really to see that all happen. But um, would be cool. yeah, I really do go back and forth every day and it sucks because I only have two days to really decide on who I want to win, but I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see it happen. Well, I'm I've so said excited. it before the, I mean, the girls are kind of the names that are being talked about the most in Star Wars right now. Yeah. So it's like amazing. it's yeah, it's because I mean, in today's dating world, who would have thought the, the female competitors are the ones you're going to hear the most talk the about are. coming from Star Wars. And it's it, insane. And I love it. It's I love so, it. I, as much as I think Wit <laughs> might win, like, dude, I would pay money to see a Molly versus I, Laura. Semi I would gladly, match. I would gladly fork over money to see. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh. I, I will say, oh I will God. say this. I there is a there is a there, there's a slight part of me that believes that Molly might come out with an absolute haymaker and TKO him. I, I there is a slight part of me that believes this because whether or not we think that she has the deep pulls that Alex does. We also have to remember that she doesn't just study with him like you do with Sean. She's literally the second half of their Star Wars channel. Exactly. Yeah, she they they exactly. do it on a daily basis. Now, whether or not she holds holds it like he does is a different story, but she lives and breathes it just as much as he does. It's true. And that's yep. something to to really be scared second about. And Star Wars yeah, and could, could you imagine? Could you imagine yeah. her coming out and TKOing Adam Witt? Are you serious? Holy crap. It's yeah. I this, can I can yeah. I can see it. I mean, it's definitely That'd be it's wild. possibilities. That would be it That'd would be, be but also it's really it's really especially with now that like the main brackets are set. It's with Star Wars, it's so hard to even see a TKO happening. Yeah, it now. really is. Yeah, it is. It it's, is. It it's definitely really is. hard seeing it because these players are insane these players yeah. are nuts. they like they the way they go about this league is insane and like what people say if you miss one question it's, one question yeah. one you could you could you you could essentially be done and that's not the same in any other league any other division mm -hmm. like maybe in her geekdom but star wars if you miss one question 
That's it. Yeah, like, 100%. You can be perfect for the rest of the game, but that one question. So it's really hard to think that there could be a TKO in this, but never say never. So it'll be interesting. I'm very excited to see. It'll be very interesting. Um, Okay, moving on to our final match of the week. And this one is happening on Friday. uh, And this is a very, very um, exciting slash highly anticipated match for more than one reasons. Um, It is two former stablemates facing each other. We have Mr. Brandon Hanna, who is now a burning Droog, versus Saul for the Den. um, A match that people have been looking forward to for quite a while, ever since that bracket came out. Obviously, we know where Jill probably stands on this one. But uh, um, I, I, it's it's hard for me because, uh, and I'm sure Brian feels the same way because we haven't seen Saul. Obviously, we know that y- you have probably talked to him and have seen what he's doing uh, on the outside of it. Uh, we know that he knows his stuff. Um, I trust Kate in what she says about him as far as what he what his knowledge is, and so it's hard for me to decide at this point just just for the reason of me not really knowing what Saul knows as an IG player or player in general. I'll go with Hannah, but I'll say this. Hannah is a very, very hard player to go with because he's always so questionable. He's such a questionable player, in my opinion. Um, And it's very hard to always go like, okay, I think he's going to win. I don't ever know if he's going to win. And even though I'm picking him, I still feel like the majority of me feels like Saul is going to somehow win. Um, But just because I have never seen Saul play before and I don't know, I will pick Hannah for that sake. But I I will not be shocked in any way if I see Saul walk away with the W and it being by a couple points. Yeah. Brandon just better not hope he doesn't get a uh, five point star Wars question. Cause I think he's <laughs> own two. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, so, but we all know who I'm going to pick on this. Yeah. So yeah. Saul and for my own personal experience, Saul sat with us in spectacular during the Damon Kelly match and was answering along with Sean. And he got about the same amount of questions right that Sean did. Wow. So he wow. knows his stuff. He's not just a dog took the bacon. He I might have to change knows, my pick now. It's, <laughs> he knows his stuff. And people are like, Saul, who's Saul? And I can strongly say Saul knows his stuff. On All the right, flip cool. side, when Brandon was still in the den, we also helped with our studying. So ah. I can also say that Brandon knows his stuff clearly because he we've seen him compete, so we know that he knows his stuff. He just needs to brush up on his five point Star Wars questions. <laughs> so that's fair. But I on I yeah. think Brandon is in his head, and I think Brandon is too involved with trying to prove everybody wrong, and he's really into that hitman persona and i think that might get in his head a little bit too much and i think saul can use that against him yeah, so I, i'm I, going with saul on this yeah i i'm kind of the same with you jake but like because i picked the den to win the whole thing the whole the whole year um so part of me is telling me like hannah's gonna come out hot because he's he has something to prove, but I completely agree with Jill, but that it could get into his head because he's that type of player where he could get into his head. I do. I know nothing about Saul and that's where my lack of like being able to choose him comes from. I know nothing other than that little teeny promo that he, I didn't even know what he looked like until that promo <laughs> came out. So like about that nice, 
Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I literally, I mean, I, I feel like I have, I'm picking Hannah just because I know who he is. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not confident with his gameplay. So it's like, so then you should probably pick Saul. So I'm like, uh, I honestly just I, don't know. Brandon Hanna is the is the most mental player in the game. And coming from a baseball background, uh, a sport, a coach, an athlete, um, when you get inside your head, you can never get out. And it's very hard to to turn that around. Um, I don't know if I don't know if he is at this point. I don't know if if the losing to Shandrew a couple times is in his head or the fact that he was traded and all these things are happening um, are in his head. But if they are, that will hurt him. That that yeah. will hurt him in, in more than just one way um, because a lot of athletic stuff that comes over from sports transfer to the showdown, and that is something that will transfer over massively. Um, and so it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Um, you know, I, I really do think that it's one extreme or the other with him. He's either going to lose, uh, uh, you know, and, and – be done or he could end up just wrecking shop and facing Kalinowski in the final on that side of the bracket or something. I don't know, but um, it's, it's definitely the one that I, I question the most because I don't have confidence in choosing him at all. Yeah. The that's smack talk is going to be great though. It is. Oh, the promos God, are going to be great. The promos are going to be great. So yeah. That's something so we haven't talked about with all, all five of these matches, the smack talk it really is going to be great on all ends because they're all such different smack talkers, right? I mean, Greg Alba's great with being the funny. Then you have Warfather, who's the Viking style. You have the Barbarian, who just knows what he's doing with with Elvis. And, and Adam Lavick, who's always been a nicer guy, but that can bring the heat if he needs to. Dimolanta's been good at it, obviously. Scrimshaw's much more of a reserved person, but can probably put a dig in there if he needs to. Um, I'm interested to see how Molly Damon does this because she doesn't seem oh, like yeah. a promo type of person. But uh, it, it could be fun from that end. And then going up against Adam Witt, uh, the back and forth is going to be fun on that one for sure, too. I yeah. have another question, though, too, because uh, Brandon's in the Droogs. So are they going to need a manager by that point? How is that going to work? From what we have heard is that uh, Robert Meyer Burnett has filmed two matches for his team, and okay. uh, those will be aired as scheduled. So we will see RMB okay. uh, uh, for the next two the next two matches okay. that he has been on. Yeah. And then from there on out, we'll see someone new. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Makes sense. Um, All right, guys. Well, I think that, I think that, uh, I think that wraps up the show. I think uh, we're we're right almost on the hour mark. So a lot to talk about, a lot to digest, a lot to preview. Five Um, matches. Goodness. Yeah. It's, it's going to leave us, it's going to leave us with a lot to talk about next week. Um, But what's funny about it is we, we feel exhausted right now, but I guarantee you next week when we, when we're all said and done, we're going to walk away, walk away saying, Man, I could do five matches every week. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and that would kill everybody, obviously. But that I guarantee that's how we'll walk away from it. Absolutely, it's gonna be insane. It's I'm so excited. It's basically a match a day. We're getting we're getting yes. two Star Wars matches on Wednesday, which yep, that in itself is nuts. Yeah, oh, I cannot so wait. It's gonna be crazy. yeah, it's wait. it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, and we're gonna have a lot of content covering these matches, guys. As we mentioned up top. Um, for the YouTube videos, the IGs, we're going to do reactions, uh, some play along. So you will see those the day after they are released publicly. Um, and then we'll have our live breakdowns as well. And then the three of us will get together next week and break all of these matches down. Um, and we're going to have five of them to talk about. And being that there's so many of them, 
Um, we're not going to try and get every single person on, but maybe we'll try to reach out and get a guest or two on to talk about their matches and, and kind of discuss that a little bit. Maybe one IG and one Star Wars, but we'll see how that goes throughout the week and see who ends up winning and everything like that. Um, so make sure you guys are checking out a certain point of view on YouTube and everything for these videos. Um, also, we live on podcast platforms. You can see those right next to Jill or wrong way. There we go. Right next to Jill, right there, Apple, Spotify, Anchor. You guys can follow us right there on Twitter as well, Schmodown POV. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Qui-Gon Jake. Uh, Brian, where, where can they find you on uh, social media, man? Uh, B and then my last name. Avalicino. Oh, Very oh. difficult to say. Uh, yeah. Jill, what about you? I'm on Instagram and Twitter, Jilly Marie, two Ys, two Es. Uh, I'm there talking smack, usually. Uh, <laughs> not nearly as yeah, much hey. anymore. I will say you you are you are really good at talking the snack. It mm-hmm. was yeah, went in Sean's lead up. It was good. I make a post and then some manager who I'm not going to name decides to <laughs> comment on it, and I'm not just going to leave that be. I am going to respond. We we had some fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that was definitely good. So uh, again, guys, this is a certain point of view. Um, find us on YouTube, all podcast platforms. This show lives on Mondays. And then uh, various videos throughout the week. So, standings. Oh, go ahead. Do it. Yes. Good call. Good call. Very quickly. Nothing has really changed other than uh, second place. Finstock Exchange, 16 points. The Den, 15 points in second place. Swag in third place with 12. Burning Droogs in fourth place with six. Fifth place, Rockstars with six. Corruption, sixth place with five. Uh, Seventh place is Usual Suspects with four. The dungeon is eighth with four, and the quirky mercs with uh, three points in ninth. Which and is the standings could be completely flipped on its head by the next time we meet, guys. Absolutely, <laughs> it's going to be oh fun. So again, uh, this show lives on Mondays. We will see you guys next week. For now, we are a certain point of view. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you guys then. Bye.